You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. You're listening to the Josh Adams Podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. Yes, yes, After Dark. I'm a different guy right now. Josh Adams podcast. It is uh April the sixteenth. Uh, hey, what up? I ain't gonna lie to y'all. It's been like five, six days since I put one of these bitches up because I got sick, nigga. My voice still trying to come back to me, nigga. I thought your man's was gone, and I ain't finna get all the way into it yet. But nigga, when you think you like nigga, when something going on in the world and you like out here really thinking, like nigga, you like everybody a hypochondriac. Like nigga, anything that happened to you, you would think nigga, you hey. I got the shit. I'm fucked up in the world. Like, nigga, and I was at that point, nigga. I could not believe that. If anybody out there knowing you can testify, nigga, let me know. Hit me up when you're hearing this. If you're hearing this later on, on the recorded podcast, the live ain't really got to going yet. But, nigga, I, I, was, I, was out of, I was out on my ass for about four days. Nigga, couldn't do nothing. Like, and it was really just a sore throat. But, nigga, after that, every little thing that happened to you, you think something wrong with you, nigga. You sitting around like, nigga, I'm losing vision. In my left eye, I can't smell out my nose. Like, nigga, but it didn't get that serious. I legit was just sitting at the crib, nigga, and I had a sore throat. And that's the first thing that go wrong with me when I get sick, I guess, because I don't know, nigga. I'm an entertainer. I use my voice a lot. So I got to do a better job. I have to do a better job of kind of protecting my investment. You know what I'm saying? And so much that I can pretty much say, like, nigga, you got to keep it. Like, I seen entertainers come through the city. And be like, damn, why is this nigga got his throat covered up? Like, nigga, what are you doing? Nigga, you got a coat on. Like, niggas would put on scarves and bundle all the way up to the top. And I would not take, I would take that for granted. I'll be out here moving like, hey, everything all good. And come to find out, nigga, every time I get sick, the first thing happens, I get a sore throat. A bad one. If, if When I get sick, I might get sick like twice, maybe three times a year. I don't even know that's a lot. But I would get sick. It might be more like twice. Next, you know, I'm sitting out here, nigga, I can't talk. I can't eat. Uh, throat fucked up, but I'm good now. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm good. I'm back, and I'm gonna do a better job of that. But it just seemed like everybody is more susceptible to to getting sick nowadays. I don't know if it's always like that in April. Maybe it is, and we just paying more attention to it now because of this because of this 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 COVID shit going on. And I realize the more that I get away from the beginning of this shit, I call it COVID. More everybody's using the more medical term. Niggas is now we nigga we thorough. We all experts in this shit now. I don't know no nigga that called it corona no more. My daddy called it COVID, and that nigga did not graduate from middle school. That nigga was like, boy, that COVID-19 ain't no joke. It's a zoonotic virus. I was like, this nigga really been doing his research. So this shit is for real now. So when I'm telling y'all, be careful. Keep your head on the swivel, nigga. This shit different. This shit different out here. But like I said, everybody keep going on, doing what y'all doing out here, man. Just wear a mask. I'm on that tip now. I'm on that tip now. I'm like, nigga, I got to get me a mask, bro. Even though I ain't went out and got one yet, nigga, I literally just came up out the sickness. So my whole thing is like, all right, nigga, now I'm about to get to it. You know what I'm saying? Taking more uh, more precautions, taking care of myself better than I was before. Like, because at first, nigga, I was just out here running the streets, nigga. 
I would do this thing right here because I got this on my little North Face. Thinking that's doing something, nigga, please. That ain't stopping shit from getting through there, nigga. You'll catch any and everything through there, nigga. Brand, this ain't how it work, nigga. I know it ain't how it worked, but the live didn't even it didn't even uh come on. All right, I'm about to let me do it again. All right. All right. All right, yeah, I got my guest about to come on, Brandon Q. Sean. And uh, we trying to get this whole, uh, what's we call it, figured out. Some niggas don't know how to use the live. Let me see. I got to put the live up for some reason. Maybe my shit acting up. All right, yeah, I got the live running right now. We're telling your followers. See, this internet, it's so many niggas going live now that it's throwing off the frequency. Like, this damn, like, I don't even think they, they ever expected this many people to start going live. Everybody is an interviewer now. Everybody's a DJ. Everybody is doing something. See, now it's popping up. Yeah, that's what it was at first. Because I'm looking up here. Wasn't nobody over here, nigga? I ain't the most poppinest nigga in the world. But I'm like, ain't nobody come through my life? Come on, now. I'm a, I'm a half-decent nigga in these streets. Yo, yo, God is therapy. What's up? Uh, therapy. Oh, that's dope. God is therapy. Yeah, man, if I got a lot of extra saliva in my mouth, it's because I can't swallow like I want to. Because, like I said, I don't know if y'all niggas couldn't hear because I was, I was sick for, like, nigga. A little bit of time, nigga. So now I'm back to normal. My throat still ain't where I want it to be. Nish, what's up, mama? But uh, everything is popping how it's supposed to be. Hit me later. I need to know what's going on with you in that situation. But, uh, oh, yeah. How's L.A.? I'm back here. I'm back in Michigan. I'm back I'm back at the crib. You know what I'm saying? I got back like uh, I've been back damn near three, four weeks now. Damn near to a month. Uh, I got back on like the, the 16th. Some shit had popped off, so I came back to the crib. Um... Um, to do shows and nigga once they just was like hey nigga California is not letting niggas move or you can't go outside nigga you, I was like alright I'm gonna just stay at the crib you know what I'm saying I just came home got it. I just came to the crib it was like alright I ain't finna go out there obviously uh, this shit that's like you know it's like when you go spin out over your people crib you like man I'm finna go spin out my people crib and you find out they ain't got no food there and then they can't do shit you know, that's that's really that's the that's the metaphor I'm gonna use when I, the analogy I'm gonna use. It's like when you go spend out over your friend's house and it's it's live when you over there just kicking it. But then once you realize you spending the night and these people damn near like pseudo your parents for the day, and you like, wait a minute, they just be talking to you crazy and now we gotta go to sleep at seven PM. Now I'm gonna go back to the house. You know what I'm saying? At least it's food over there and then if somebody gonna hit me, it's my blood and you know, I'm gonna just go ahead and lay down. I ain't finna just let nobody else parent beat my ass. So I came back home. Until she get back right, then I'm going to go back out there and take over because that's what God got on the floor. But, yeah, I came back to the crib. She was getting a little shaky out there, God, as I had to uh had to sneak back into the country. You know what I'm saying? I ain't want to let your nigga leave, but I did what I had to do. You know what I'm saying? I had to do what I had to do. But uh, <clears throat> thought your boy had the COVID for a minute. I ain't going to sit here and lie to y'all. I was laid out asleep. Um, my throat was feeling weird. Nigga, it was extra fluids in there, nigga, in my chest. And I had to think to myself, like, nigga, can I breathe? And... Once you start doing that, you already fooling yourself. In your head, you already telling yourself you fucked up. I was fine, nigga. I just had a sore throat. Nigga, I got up. I prayed from like 6 in the morning to 8 in the morning. I'm already on the guy. I'm team God all day. But, nigga, I got up and prayed extra hard. I was like, you know what, God? I start calling for prayer warriors. Hey, Brandon, you shine. I'm finna hit you up in a minute. Shannon, it's real. And, nigga, I was like, oh, I'm about to die like this. You know what I'm saying? And it was the weirdest shit ever. Like, because I thought about my funeral. I was like, nigga, I ain't going to get no haircut. I'm being that bitch looking bold as hell because ain't nobody going to be able to come cut me because I got the COVID. So I'm just thinking about my life after this. Plus, I didn't really want no funeral. I mean, you think about that kind of shit now. Like, just cremate me. 
if if this how I'ma look like you know what I'm saying this whole little rusty you know what I'm saying rusket you know this ain't even the move can't let it get you to your head bro it went to my head though because everybody else was talking about it and then you start looking up the symptoms and then you you you'll find what you're looking for on there nigga it'd be like yep if you are six foot six you are more susceptible they they find little shit like nigga the algorithm be like let's scare this nigga. It's niggas at Google, like, let's scare this nigga. Josh scared. Let's tell that nigga, you, uh, if you're six foot six, you're more susceptible. If you got a blue and black hoodie um, and a pair of black beat solo headphone, um, uh, headphones, you will be more susceptible to catching the COVID. But in reality, it was like a nigga really just needed to drink some tea and honey and gargle warm water with some salt in it, nigga. And I was straight. And then take some showers and let that steam hit you. And you really good. This Rona made my beard finally connect. Look at God, Nate. This whole time you've been sitting out here wishing you could like nigga, and all it took was for a worldwide epidemic to come through and connect your beard from your chin to this little part right here, my nigga. See, my shit really ain't even all the way faded in. Like I got this little divot right here, but it's coming. But uh, I ain't gonna talk y'all to death because my voice ain't all the way back. But I just wanted to come say what up because niggas thought I was dead. For real. Like, niggas was like, Josh, you ain't posted in, like, five days. Pause due to the poor connection. What's going on, bro? All right, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I just wanted to do one real quick. It's going to be uh, a real quick. We're going to have some fun. I'm going to talk to one of my guys out in Grand Rapids. Uh, I've known this dude probably damn near most of my career. Um, real, real, real funny dude, man. Funny dude uh, was holding down the west side of Michigan, man, doing comedy. He brought me over there. One of the first dudes to bring me over there, actor, comedian. Do well traveled and uh avid cigar smoker and this nigga had that cigar in his mouth this whole time and he waited for the, us to add him on live for him to start lighting it. What's up, nigga? Brandon Q Shine, what's up, bro? You got damn right I did. Said it, you say because that nigga that nigga called me on the other line and now all of a sudden that nigga was just starting to light that bitch. That's gangster though. I like that. What's up, man? You good? I don't know if that's your signal or mine. Where you at? Cause this shit looking like surveillance footage. Nigga spent all his money on cigars, man. He got wild. He got he got a wild internet connection. What's up? Okay, there. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Where you at? You got you got some Wi-Fi? Cause you know this shit act crazy. Cause it's a million niggas going live right now. This shit. No, I got Wi-Fi. It's just motherfuckers is fucking with this five G. Oh, you one of them five G niggas? No, I no. I'm three G. I'm cool. Oh, he say he got Metro, so he ain't even worried about it. That's why he far from the room. <laughs> Nigga say he far from the YG, man. So yeah, man. What's what's the deal, bro? Like what's been up, man? How I Grand Rapids have been treating you? Cause you back home, right? You been back in Grand Rapids for how long? Yeah, I've been actually I'm actually in Kalamazoo. I've been back home for a while now, man. Uh like I said, everything's been going good, man. Like I said, I I can't complain, bro. Like I said, shows is all right until this corona came in. And then uh other than that, ain't shit else happening. And shit else happening. And put it like this. You've been doing comedy about as long as me, right? I mean, like, you had to put it... Uh, how long have you been doing comedy? you actually been doing it longer than me, so how long have you been doing comedy? That nigga signal ain't shit. Call me back, Brandon. I don't know what's going on with your, with your, with your, with your, with your lie. My nigga lit that whole cigarette. I thought this was going to be good. Anytime somebody light a cigar, it's like, oh, this is about to be a good interview. You feel like a nigga who smokes cigars... Drinks fine cognac and has great stories to tell you about times that he had on his yacht and um overseas. And they say he got a Highland Park connection. That nigga, yeah, that nigga shit was out of control. That nigga was in a halfway house. I ain't want to tell y'all about my nigga Brandon Q. Shine. He done built with some shit in his life, but my nigga, he living differently. So 
Um, <clears throat> but yeah, man, it's good to be back, though. It's good to be back. It's good to be seen. And eventually, I'm going to have to figure it out again. All right, he just sent a request back. Hopefully, this one better than the last one. We see what happened. We're going to bring my nigga back through again. We're going to see what happened, Brandon, because this is my first show back. This motherfucker need to be flawless, nigga. I got some good questions to ask you, some hard-hitting questions, nigga. Signal, we still trying to connect a little bit. And I had this other nigga from Grand Rapids who was supposed to hit me up, a DJ. But maybe they just don't have internet on Grand Rapids. Maybe that's it. Maybe they just taking it away from them niggas like they did down in South Korea. What up, nigga? You in there? Yeah, I'm in there. All right, bet, nigga. Don't move, because, nigga, you must got one of them signals. I, I, I... <laughs> Every time you take a puff, nigga, that motherfucker start uh, buffering. Like a like a motherfucker, bro. bro. But you flawless now. So let me ask you this. I was asking you this. How long have we known each other, B? Man, we known each other for it's close to eight years, I believe. I think. Wow. Are you for real? It's been Yeah, I'm it's for been real. I think long? it's like it's been that long. It's about close to eight, nine years. Eight, nine years. And 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 that's what I'm telling you, bro. That shit is crazy because I met you because I think Ryan got a show. Was it Ryan? You, yeah, yeah. you knew Ryan before, like, just a little bit before me. And y'all mm-hmm. went and did the show, and he brought me along. And, nigga, we all just became, like, real fast friends. What's up, uh, Seven Nights, nigga? Um, he says, is that Seven Eights? You said Seven Nights. Oh, I couldn't see it. It just ran through. Nigga called a nigga Seven. Well, that nigga is dark, though. He is from he Seven is, Nights. He is, though, nigga. But that shit just went by real fast. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, nigga, so like I'm saying, dog, I've known you that long, bro. You've been doing comedy how long? Damn near about the same time as me. Actually, I just celebrated 15 years, August, uh, April 5th. So, yeah, we on the same type of time then, 15 years. And you younger than me. That's the crazy part about it. You are how old? 28. 28, nigga. I'm 35. So it was like the fact that. You don't even look 35. I know, man. White women and green tea, nigga. You know what I'm saying? That's what keeps me looking young like that, my dog. That's Shit, what he ain't going to court. You know what I'm saying, my nigga? We good out here. White women, I like white women more because they startle easier. Like, black women feel like they can beat your ass. A white woman, nigga, you sneeze, she be like, oh, God. It's like, bitch, just say bless me. <laughs> just say bless me. You know, black women, all black women feel like they can beat your ass or they got somebody in their family that can beat your ass. But it's like... All the time. And, and my thing about that is, don't you know I'm the nigga in my family, they call to beat somebody's ass? So it's like, fuck you mean. But anyway, I'm on some other shit. <laughs> So, comedy, Kalamazoo, you hella, tra- you hella well traveled. So, like, where did, yeah. where is comedy taking you? We're like, just real quick, the journey. Tell us, man. Comedy is taking me to a lot of places, man. Like, like I said, movies, television. Um, I mean, you name it. It's taking me to a point where it, it taught me to a point where it's like I started doing clean comedy and gospel. Like, it, that's where it, that's where it's taking me to the point where I started doing it in plays now. Oh wow! You know what I'm saying to where it's like I've shot. Like at least three comedy specials, and then on top of it, man, I'm, I took me to being like a motivational speaker. So I just be speaking the truth the whole time. I don't be saying any any shit that's different. No, 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 and that's what I tell people. Like they see me do, they see me do comedy regular. And of course, I'm not cussing my regular conversation, so I do that on stage when I'm when I'm when when, when I'm doing my thug thing. So it's like, right, exactly. and then they they be worried about me being clean, but it's like. I did that all my life. Like, in school, I really couldn't be too wild in certain teachers' classes. So I know how to act. You know what I'm saying? Your mom told you how to get out. Like, we, we niggas raised yeah. pretty decent. So it's like, you're not going to be out here wild. And so, so you did plays. And I remember y'all, you was one of the, in my opinion, I could be wrong as hell. But I, from what I know about Grand Rapids, it wasn't much of a, it wasn't much of a 
urban comedy scene that I didn't see until I start fucking with you and Dave Jones. Yeah. And then it wasn't much of a film films community out there until you and uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember Cuz's name, but until y'all start really getting the running up there, like, is that accurate or was it some people beforehand? No, no, no. It was accurate because, like I said, the guy that we talking about, I no longer work with him because he's no worth talking about. Uh, okay, nigga. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I just, you know, I don't know shit. I just know he was cool when I when I knew him and y'all was tight and I just know y'all was doing the films together. That's is that. That's why I took it. I ain't taking no further than that. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I said, like I said, I tell the truth. You know what I'm saying? What a motherfucker think? You know what I'm saying? He he he's he so light skinned He look like two percent milk and shit. He think he can fuck over everybody. Oh, you know okay. I ain't mean to go so, this far, but fuck it. Then this nigga trying to take it to the beach. <laughs> I just you know was trying to saying? find out so, about the film community. But go continue, my nigga. <laughs> I mean, he, well, Josh, you already know me. Yeah, I, I you know, know I take it a step further. You know what I'm saying? Because I let the people know. You know what I'm saying? If you if if you gonna do people right, do people right. Don't mm-hmm. do them wrong. You know what I'm saying? So. Like I said, in the film community, there was a movie a long time ago before me. It was called Tomorrow's Never Promised or whatever. Okay. And that movie didn't really go anywhere until I came along with The Perfect Romance. Okay. So now that movie's in Walmart. I'm on Tubi TV on the Fire Stick, all of that. Amazon. That's on Tubi? Yep. I'm watching that tonight, nigga. I just discovered. uh, Basically, if you don't know what Tubi is, Tubi is if Netflix and Bounce TV had a baby. And you can go in there and you can see all the hood movies. Uh, or I hate to say hood movies, but movies that are independently shot there, and and you don't have to yep. pay a subscription. You just got to watch some of the some of the uh, all of it's got ads and shit like that. Good movies yeah, on there though. Much. I'm gonna go watch that you tonight. Should... Perfect romance. Definitely, man. Everybody go watch that. Like it's a good movie. Like I said, and I talk about the movie. Like I said, it's a great movie. It may be low quality because of the picture, but at the same time, it has a nice, funny ass story. And and what you see is what you get. So. And, we, and you can get past that, like nigga, it's. Like, nigga, Blair yeah. Witch Hunt was something that was just interesting, but at the end of the day, niggas didn't watch it because they was like, damn, look at the film quality. It looked like something. It it, 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 it pulled you in. So, hey, right. I'm telling y'all go fuck with Brandon because this is my guy, and he's smoking cigarettes out on the balcony in his crib, and um, and he ain't scared, <laughs> and he wants to smoke. That's why he brought the cigar, and we're not finna get into no beef shit. So, but, <laughs> so, and then you left from here and moved down south and shot some more movies. Now, where was you at down south? I was in Houston, Texas. Damn. Was, now, now, let me ask you this before you go any further. Uh, uh, they think like that down there for real? It's a bunch of Megan Thee Stallions down there doing that? Yes. That's crazy. I love Houston. That's- I've never been down there. Man, dog, you got to go to Houston, man. It's Like I said, Houston, it got over 2 million people. Whoa. Each city, it's, it's, it's so fucking big, bro. Like, when you go down to Houston, it's everything... You think about it's down there. Everything you thought of is down there, bro. Wow. Like so so much, so much filming, so much music, so much comedy at that. I met so I met so many people doing comedy down there, man. Like, and funny motherfuckers you seen from television is yeah. fucking down in Houston, bro. Like Rudy Rush from Def Comedy Jam. And my thing is this, like Houston's so mm-hmm. big. For, for one, Houston is so big, you you only have to leave Houston and you can probably be, become a millionaire, right? Yeah, just off that, off, yeah. off the insulated, just inside of Houston, and then inside of Texas, like you never even have to leave Texas to get big. Like you can be a millionaire down there and never be known anywhere else. But if you're known in Texas, of course, the surrounding area is gonna fuck with you. Exactly, wow. exactly. Because you see, because you see everybody that's pretty much down there. It's like I've seen Paul Wall, I've seen Slim Thug. You name it, they're 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 down there. You know what I'm saying? They let you get on because they want to help you out i mean they're very helpful people down there man like you trying to do something they'll help you is the mentality different from that's the difference between houston and somewhere like grand rapids in detroit area 
Yeah, it, Houston is is very different. It's I gotta say the opportunity is your wildest dream. It really is. Like wow. the opportunity is big, bro. Like I can't even imagine. Like you guys, all these people down there that it was like they'll hand you pretty much the opportunity as long as you do something great with it. That's all that matter. You doing something for yourself to make to make yourself better. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 I've been trying to, and I still ain't got to Houston to do any comedy down yet. I'm working on it, but um, yes, I'm sure you gotta built, go. I'm sure you built a bunch of relationships down there because you do. You got such a good like like networking wise. Like you know everybody, bro. Like when I would come to Grand Rapids, what's up, Young Ron? I would come to Grand Rapids, bro, and it was certain comedians that. Niggas just already knew. And, like, I was coming doing everything. I was doing white rooms, black rooms. Because I love, yeah. I tell people to this this day, I love Grand Rapids, bro. Like, when I shoot mm. my first official special, big deal, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, yeah. wherever I decide to give it to her independently, I'm doing it in Grand yeah. Rapids because they just love comedy there. And, um, yes. Like, I would yes. come there and I could be talking to Adam Daggy. Oh, yeah, Brandon Kushan, I know him. I could be talking to uh, James Jump. Oh, yeah, yeah, nigga. Oh, he over at the Wealthy Theater. Like, like nigga, everybody yeah. know you out there. And it's like, how did you get this OG status in that place? And the Grand Rapids ain't no... Ain't no little ass, ain't no slow pulled up town, nigga. That's a that's a that's a spot, nigga. You in between? How far are y'all from Chicago? Maybe about maybe about two and a half hours. Y'all are practically in the middle of everything when you think about it. Like Grand Rapids mm-hmm. is right there. Y'all not far from um from Michigan State, Lansing. Uh, you're not far from you know what I'm saying, Detroit. Y'all are like smack dab in the middle of everything. So it's like it's no way y'all can be a place that can be overlooked. It's an important right. piece in the Midwest when you think about it. Exactly. Exactly. And and everybody and like I said, everybody who knows specific people over there, you know what I'm saying, they know you for what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, that that wise of, of respect and that mentality is just is just wonderful. Cause like I said, they treat you how you want to be treated. And you know, Grand Rapids is the place to be. You know, it's just I just wish there was more and more opportunity. So we can just come together as a people. That's the only thing I'm worried about is just the people coming together much more than we should be now. But to you doing the shit that you doing is what's going to bring everybody together, dog. Like you traveling out and, you know, going out mm-hmm. to places like Houston and making moves because everybody ain't got that. You know what I'm saying? Everybody don't yeah. have the talent. Everybody don't have the uh, the charisma or even the, the business mind to go out and make those connect somewhere and bring it back to the crib. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, right. Exactly. And now you in Kalamazoo. Now, what took you out to Kalamazoo? Shoot. What took me out of Kalamazoo, man? Shoot. I uh, got engaged. Oh, got congratulations on that, my Thank nigga. There's the only special effects I got on this show. It's the bell. That's so. all right, because they're the only special effects that I need at the moment. Uh. <laughs> yeah, the only one. So you engaged. Is she a white yeah. woman or black? No, she she is a beautiful black woman. My man, congratulations. She's People in the studio woman. clapping. Yeah. Give yeah. it up for black woman. And, and I got a brand new son, so he's... Was, uh. So like I said, so... Congratulations. I was just finna get into that, bro. So what's, what's it like being a father... Man, it's fucked up. Uh, let me tell you something, Josh. Talk uh, about it. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> I mean, as being a new father, I mean, being a new father, you know what I'm saying? And um, plus that I have two stepchildren, but I call them my children because, like I said, if you got if you got one children, you got two others, they're not your step, they are your children. No, your as kids. a father, you take care of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and show that love. But like I said, as a father, it's different now because now my comedy is kind of changing a little bit, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, I don't really, I, I gotta be, I gotta be like the Cosby type, but it's like, I'm, I'm not Cosby. I don't, I don't, I don't do it. Like even my son, like that was just born and shit. 
He just like he looked just like me, and he acts just like me, man. Already, Under, already. How old is he? Like that's another me. How old is he? He's uh he just turned nine months. Bro, that's crazy. You can tell their personality real quick, real quick, real quick, man, real quick. So, so you like said, I said I'm you, you can already feel your material taking a turn. What is that like having to uh? Had, uh, dating somebody that already had two kids and then being like, I mean, because of course she had two. I mean, how long y'all been together? Man, we've been together for, we've been together for a while. I think about this would be five or six years we've been oh, together. Oh, wow. So, bro, that's crazy. Okay, so y'all been together a minute. So, what was that like mm-hmm. making that transition? Because um, <clears throat> we to that age now, B, where it's like, I remember I used to say, well, I can't date no girl got no kids or I can't yeah. woo-woo. And, and everybody got that thing. Like, if I'm dating somebody, they can't have no kids and woo-woo-woo. But then you meet somebody yeah. and they be this phenomenal person and somebody yeah. happened to came in them before they met you. So, if that's something that happened, you got to just kind of, you know, as a grown man, that's just what it is. That's how life works. You yeah. feel me? That's, that's how life works, man. You got to take the whole package with it. And like I said, dating a woman with kids, you got to understand something. It's like if you love that woman to the fullest or get into the point to where, you know, be like, well, I can do this shit. Go ahead and do it. And just like you said, as a man before, you got to take care of your business. That's and I mean. that's that's what it's all about. So that's what I mean. Like I said, it's, I mean, it's easy. So the the other kid's father is, is y'all got a good relationship or you know what I'm saying? He, he don't even talk to me. Uh, like I don't, nigga I don't, Brandon I don't, don't like no nigga, bro. That nigga said you basically, <laughs> you basically said fuck that nigga. You know what I'm saying? He ain't got shit to I'm, say to me for real. I mean, here and th- and here's my opinion about that, man. If there's any fathers out there listening or anything like that, here's the deal, man. If you're dealing with somebody who doesn't want to take care of though uh, their children mm-hmm. and only want to call them on certain holidays or every seven years when it's a fucking leap year or whenever you know what I'm saying it's another black prison every fifty years. You 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 pretty much done for. Mm-hmm. I don't see the point of you coming around. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? At this point, it's just like if you don't want to deal with your children, I can do for them. Yeah. Stop stop. That's just the way I feel. Stop disappointing them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, stop every, disappointing every man. time you do it, now I got to buy extra shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we was fine over here. We even we happy and now you talking about oh, we finna come do this, and then you don't. Now you got them looking crazy. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and ain't no and ain't no point of that because I don't I don't like a lot of that disruption in my household. I don't like that. No, man. You, you know shouldn't you shouldn't you shouldn't do that. And so Kalamazoo, is that where she's from? Where where are you born and raised? I was born I was born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Nigga, you are you are, you a mutt, nigga. You from everywhere, <laughs> nigga. This fucking crazy. I, I didn't even get to Atlanta. I think this is my first time hearing that. So your but your girl's from Kalamazoo. That's what she born. No, nope, she's from Grand Rapids. She moved to Kalamazoo. So Okay. Okay. She moved to Kalamazoo. Yeah. So you brought it over there. And mm-hmm. and was you getting comedy popping out there? Because somebody actually brought your name up when they was talking about comedy in Kalamazoo. Like Yep. When yep. It- I had did a I did a few like I had did a few shows out here. Like uh they got this place called a Shakespeare's pub or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then I they got that. this place called Harvey's. You know, they got they got places out here, but the only thing about doing comedy out here is just like it's like you. We have to get it popping to a point where you got to make people come out. Cause I just did a show uh, last year with Donnell Rawlings. Uh, okay. When he came, we came to Shakespeare Pub that's and Ashley, uh, that's Ashley Larry for niggas who don't know people' real name. Yep, that's Ashley Larry. So it's like going going to do a show with him. You know, we we in the backstage and stuff, and it's just like, man, I just wish like people would come out more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying even for that show for last year because I'm like this Ashley Larry this 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 Donnell Rollins like come on man yeah funny as they, hell I mean, funny as hell it's like y'all I mean you people buying tickets is a full you know almost a full house because you know how people die they come in late CP time and that bullshit and then it's like Kalamazoo what else is going on for y'all like what else is y'all got going on to where a nigga like Ashley Larry coming to town 
Y'all ain't trying to pop up. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's going on? Yeah, everybody fucking each other over here. And, uh... <laughs> Oh, they fucking in Kalamazoo like that? They fucking in Kalamazoo, John. Y'all heard it here first. Gas is 99 cent in Kalamazoo, and they fucking out there. And Man, don't stop in Jackson, because that's where the prison is at. Don't pick no niggas right, don't up. Go that don't go that far. But keep it, keep it pushing. You know what I'm saying? That's fucking Man, crazy. Motherfuckers getting, uh, getting drunk off of Boone's farm. Talking about, you got somebody you want? Damn, Kalamazoo lit, lit, lit. So y'all heard it here first, man. Brandon said, come out there with a uh, with a with a with a fifth of Boone's farm, and it can get it can happen out there. It can happen out there. And you can go to. Let me tell you something. You can go to the corner store, meet somebody, and say, "What's your name?" Shit. Uh, open. What you mean open? Because my legs is open for you. What the fuck, bitch? Wait Damn. a minute. Nobody. <laughs> yeah, they out there tripping. Man, they out here tripping, man. But like I said, it's a quiet, it's a quiet city, man. It's a quiet city at times. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's just like the nighttime. You know, you don't know what's happening. The nighttime is the, it's the right time because that happened to me in Oxford. Like any place that's far out. That's like mm -hmm. kind of isolated, not even isolated, but it's just not. It's a it's a it's a city, but it's just not close to anything for the most part. Uh, right. Nigga, I went out to Oxford and did a show. Me and this dude, and what's up, Freddie uh, Chico? And what happened was, nigga, these people tried to fuck me. Like this lady basically was like, hey, I want to take you back to the crib. My boyfriend want to watch me get fucked by a black guy. I know she said nigga in her mind, but she didn't want to offend me till we got to the place. And you know, once you fuck her, you can call a nigga whatever. And um. I was like, wow, it, I've been tried several different times. I remember one time, nigga, white, was this, uh, white people to try you. Like one time me and my girl was out eating at this Mexican restaurant and we were just sitting around at this restaurant. We breaking bread, eating this shit. And these white people walked up to us and they was like, them niggas right. fine. I know they looked at us and was like, look at these niggas. She got that fat ass. Look at this tall strapping nigga. We want to have <laughs> sex with these people. So they sat us down. They buying us drinks and they like, oh, you want some tacos? It's like, no, nah, white lady, we going to take these few little drinks and we going to dip off because I'm not going to fuck right. you and Charles at the house. But right. you can get tried out here, bro. It can happen. Like comedy has put me in situations, bro. Like what's the weirdest yeah. situation comedy put you in? Man, the weirdest situation put me comedy in was uh oh shit. I was I opened up for Cat Williams on my birthday. Okay. And the weirdest situation was I'm driving on the bus. It was me, Red Grant, Richie Redding, and Ashima Franklin. And shout out to Shima. Yeah. So like I'm I'm on the bus and I'm like, dog, I'm like, all right, when we get to this, you know, the sprint dome in Kansas City, you know, we got to, we got to go off on this bitch, bro. Now, mind you, there's ladies that are waiting on the side of the dome of the, the play, all these people waiting and shit. The weird situation was I came off the bus and shit. When I came off the bus, it was a lady who ran butt naked trying to hug Cat Williams. Damn, butt naked? Like, butt naked, and the bitch ran into me. Now, mind you, like, I'm <laughs> I'm trying to move, uh -huh. but apparently I'm trying to move, but me and Cat, we the same height and shit. Instead of hugging him, he pushed her out the way like this, some type of fucking move, and then fell into me, started hugging me and shit. Wow. And, and first, right, and it was a white woman. So first of all, I'm thinking I'm going to court Monday for this shit. What's over? Fuck this shit. <laughs> she was like Cat Williams, Cat Williams stunt double took advantage of me. That's what she was right, thinking. Right. Like what the fuck is happening? So I'm like, dude. And then after the show, Cat Williams came to me. He was at, uh, that's a good show, brother. Uh, I just want to let you know we about to go to this club real quick. Uh, let you know that Red Grant, Richard Redding, and Shim Frank gonna be there. We're gonna be partying all night long. Mm -hmm. uh, just want to let you know uh, their drinks available. Everything you want like that player, let a player know what you want, and I get it right there for you. I'm like, all right, cool, Cat. Appreciate that, man. Yeah. Uh, really don't need anything. I'm good. When we get to the club, bro, 
not even 40 seconds, I step into the motherfucking club. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's women again, right there standing, and it's like a whole bunch of naked naked women just standing there waiting once again. I don't know where this room came from. What's naked, Josh? bro? You got you to gotta give us a naked. Was this at a nudist colony? Like, nigga, who just run around ass naked waiting to hug celebrities? I, I, That's what I'm trying to say. Like, did she have on something like, you know what I'm saying, something very sexy and flimsy, like, nigga, something low-cutting? Did a yeah, lot of first Right, yeah, but when I first I turned around, that they was she was stark naked with white folks. I'm sorry, stark naked. Oh, that's that's naked for white people. Like butt, <laughs> butt ass stark naked is us. Like if you like nigga, she came more butt ass. That's niggas, that's for naked. Stark naked. Man, that's 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 stark naked. Yeah, that's stark. They ass naked when it comes to white people, they stark naked. Right. And that's how I and you know what? That's how I fucking knew how Cat Williams was so fucking big, bro. Mm-hmm. That's how I knew he was so fucking big at the time. Because when I was on the tour, I was on the Gross Sport tour, and then I was on the Born and Born Again tour. Okay. So that's how I knew how big he was at that time. Because I was just, I, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, you can get this fucking big and get this? Mm-hmm. Cat got up to you. Cat, Cat got to that place I feel like only few comedians get to. And then Cat, mm-hmm. being who he was, he couldn't stay there that long because of the way he do comedy and the way he operate, you can't move that way. It get to that point where you got to start, and I always say this comparison, like, to get that big, to get Kevin yeah. Hart big, you have to campaign. You have to start, oh, I got to watch what I say. I can't do this. Cat Williams like, I don't know what I might do. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to just live my life. And you you can only get so big. And Cat got to the height of what? He got to the pinnacle of how big you can be just being who the fuck you want to be. And that right. cat, one of my top, he top five for me, bro. Like, I mean, I be forgetting him sometimes, but then when I remind him, I'm like, oh, I got to knock some niggas out of my top five. Cat is in there. Right, exactly. And I, like I said, I, and I had to do the same thing. I had to knock off a couple people. Uh, uh, actually, knock said a couple, knock out one person just to add cat. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It was just like, it was like, it was like, I'm like, damn, I'm like, I know Cat Williams is big, but it was just like, I didn't know how big. Until I got to that moment, you know what I'm saying, and it was just it was just unfucking believable. So let me ask you this, uh, and I'm gonna let you get up out of here, man. Uh, what what level was Cat at? Was this uh how like I'm trying to trying to think where this was at and what I can use to mark off the time period. Um, damn, what was he at? What was he at? What was he at? Was this before? Okay, so this is obviously after Friday. It's like this after the Friday. Yeah, this money is like Mike. way. This is like way after Friday. All right, so money, Mike, and then I'm trying to think of another marker. Was this uh was this before all of the shit when he really started getting into all a lot of the trouble, and he still was yes, like, this is like this was like heading into the point where he was getting in trouble for a little bit, and then it was like it was right in between getting arrested and the target situation. Oh, okay, and that's when he was still so, red hot, like white hot. Yeah, he was, yeah, like I'm talking about pop 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 popcorn hot. I'm talking about that's how hot he was. So it was just like going into that and in into that cynical of what he was. And, and I just I don't even want to use the word was. He still is. Yeah, he's still that cat. Yeah, he's still. You know what I'm saying? He's still hot. And going into that cynical, it was just like it was either it was either all or nothing. It, he pretty much showed me it's either you're gonna do it or you're not. Yeah. You do what you want to do, do it. And that moment changed you for it changed you for the better, right? You went the right. You went. You know which way you was going. It was it, when you see them situations, you think like, "Oh, this nigga just made a conscious decision to be great." It wasn't no. Yep. It was either like, oh, "I ain't gonna do the work," or, or if all, "All I gotta do is do the work and I can get this. I can have I can have white women stark naked trying to hug me, 
in, in random towns like this. Yeah, I think I think exactly. I can deal with that. Yeah, yeah, I think I can exactly. deal with that. And, that. and that was and that was the same thing when I was doing with Steve Harvey. It was just like when he first got his talk show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When he first got his talk show, it was just like, you know, I I went there for like three days to do just to do the warm up announcing before you know like before Ruben came. Okay. You know, and it was just that was just like I was just doing the the warm up announcing just to do stand up and. Steve Harvey was in the back. He heard me, heard me making, you know, these white people laugh, mm-hmm. you know, and it was just like, it was a whole different thing. And once again, Steve Harvey was just like, it's either all or nothing. You either make this audience laugh or you don't. Well, so, you, you dropping some names, man. Like you got to tell niggas, like, I mean, you ain't giving niggas no game, but how do you get fortunate enough? And I ain't going to say fortunate because you definitely do the work. How do you get mm-hmm. put in these situations coming from a small town like Kalamazoo? to get these opportunities to be on the road with uh, Ashy Larry or do a show with Ashy Larry and be on the road with Cat, and then get to open up for Steve Harvey. Like, what are you doing behind the scenes that motherfuckers ain't seeing or hearing about? Because niggas is looking on here. Niggas is looking. I know you. so I, And I'm looking like, yeah. this to be true. I know all this to be yeah. true. But these niggas looking like, who the fuck is this nigga with this, uh, with these Spike Lee glasses on smoking this cigar? Like, hey, we don't know this nigga. You know what I'm saying? But let these niggas know how you, how you get these opportunities that you got. Listen, man, it's like anybody, it's, it's like any of these, you know, comedians that are out here, man, you're grinding to get where you want to be, right? So you're getting your content out there. What I'm doing is people who know certain people, it's usually family that he- was helping me to get where I want to be because oh, they so, knew they seen my work. So it's nepotism. That too. And but it was that. just like, like I put it, in, I put it like, for instance, my aunt bought two free tickets to the Steve Harvey show, right? One of the producers I saw from like a long time ago, I did an audition for something and said, hey, man, aren't you a comedian? And he was like, I was like, yeah, I'm a comedian. He said, man, I've seen you a long time ago. I've seen some of your work. Do you mind, you know, you know, showing me a video? And I showed him the video of or like a recent video I did killing the audience. Mm-hmm. Man, when I showed him that video about before the show started, because, you know what I'm saying, the show is like two hours long. Okay. It was like, hey, man. Can you stay for three days? Damn, man. What do you mean stay for three days? Can you stay for three days? Because I need you to warm up this audience for me. I want to see how you actually do. Was I'm going to give what, you actually... Was it a paid gig or was it just come do this shit? This was a... This was... For this... For the Steve Harvey, it was it was the first day it was come do the shit. And that's why you're supposed to... I'm just asking because niggas be thinking like, ain't no money on the floor. It's like, nigga, you don't put a price tag on opportunity sometimes. Right, you can't, you cannot put a, you cannot put a uh, price on opportunity. For like for the Steve Harvey, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. It was just like if I, if I do this for free, I don't know what the next opportunity is going to be. That opportunity, doing that for free, and I'm gonna let you finish. I've done shows. Mm-hmm. I, every time I've done a free show, I've got more money. Yeah. In those situations, after that, then I would like nigga. Most paid shows don't lead to other shit. You might get another paid gig, but I've got more money doing free shit. Than I have, yes. and it sounds crazy, but it's a lot of it's a lot of uh, magic and preordain. It's just a lot of destiny that go on in in comedy. What's up, Shea yeah. Shea Butter? But yeah, go ahead, my yeah. nigga. So you said you did it for free to Steve Harvey. Yep, I did it for free, and then the guy said, "Hey, man, I'm gonna give you ten to fifteen minutes. You make this audience laugh, I might have something for you." Mm. That's what the exact words he said to me, and I said, 10 to fifteen minutes." <laughs> Bet, man. Before they got done, before Steve Harvey made his intro. And I got finished during the uh, during the segment before warming the audience up. All I hear in the back is, "Damn, who making that audience laugh like that?" The producer ran around and said, "Hey, this 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 guy's name is uh, Brandon Quishan. He's a comedian, and 
before and he took me backstage where them big doors open. He was like, hey, man, Steve Harvey was like, listen, man, you funny as hell, man. Keep doing what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? If you if you he said, well, sir, he's going to be staying here for he's going to be staying for the next two days to make this audience. Time. He said, really? He said, all right, man, you get you get you. You make this two. you make these two days last long to make this audience last. I'm going to have some for you, man. The last day came, bro. I got I got fifteen hundred dollars. Mm. I got $1,500 and an opportunity uh, to do something with more with television, you know, to, to keep the opportunity going. So he gave me something out of that. And then I got to create my own work after that. Wow. So anytime, like anytime they do something for a TV show or something that, that, that is in there that they're creating, my name is going to pop up regardless. Bro. And that's what it is, man. Like if you listening to this fam, if it's an opportunity out there for you, keep going. Like, nigga, don't stop. Opportunities only get, only create more opportunities. So, nigga, don't always be like, maybe the money ain't what you expect it to be. If it's any money yeah. on the floor. Like, nigga, sometimes a nigga come up to me and be like, hey, I got this 75 for you. I'll be looking like, man, I should beat your ass. But then I'm thinking right. about it like, nigga, hey, 75, I can do something with it. And you never know what that opportunity might leave for. You do the show and you look up somebody in the audience like, hey, bro, I work with this person. And that leads to this and it's that. This the relationships is more important than anything. Like just building those relationships. Hey, hey. That guy that you working with that was the producer of that show, uh, yeah. he produced something else. Next thing you know, you doing this, and Steve Harvey can't do it. Cause nigga, I put you in the vein of nigga say put that comb down. Nigga, I just be kicking it, Shay. You know what I'm saying? So I sit here and be brushing my shit like me and my nigga just chopping it up. But man, I'm man, t- we look so fucked up right now, bro. Bro. <laughs> but that's how you know niggas is niggas is niggas is following the rules. That's why I wanted the governor to see. She sent me my little 12 hundo. So I'm over here like, yeah. bitch, I need you to see. I'm out here doing what you asked me to do. Right, exactly. Shit, I'm sitting up here. I got my 1200 last Friday. Boy. <laughs> and and that's what I want to talk about. I'm finna let you go, but too many niggas is tagging on now. I got eight oh, niggas. Good. I'm geek. So listen. Oh, nigga, no, I'm geek. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. I'm good. This is what I'm saying. What should niggas do with $1,200? Like, it ain't really no money unless you got some, some shit you got to do. Find a way to flip this 12. Like, I'm thinking about buying some merchandise, nigga, like some T-shirts, some different shit to flip a mind. So that way when people hit the cash app, like people been doing, appreciate you hitting my cash app, helping support the podcast as I continue to do this. But it's like, right. I should be able to be like, hey, if you donate to the podcast, I'm going to send you out some merch. Like, you know what I'm saying? To create some shit. Exactly. Exactly, man. That's what you're supposed to do, man. As much as you can, keep creating, keep creating. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, shit. I don't know what else. I don't know what else. So that's all we can do, man. But let me get you up out of here, man, because it's getting cold in the studio. I'm a girl looking crazy over here. So I'm gonna let you go. BQ, man. Be cool, boy. All right, man. You too, brother. Thanks, man. I appreciate this a lot. And keep listening to Josh Adams podcast, bro. This shit is hot as fuck. My nigga, man. I love you, B. Be cool, boy. Love you too, brother. All right. Yeah, that was my dog, Brandon Q. Shine on that thing right there. Come bless my shop, Josh. Hey, Fred. I will, man. When I find out how. Shay, they having a conversation, so they ain't looking. What that nigga say? What that nigga say? Shay Butter say what? And I know that nigga Shay Butter going through it because that nigga got the coldest 360s in the world. I, You know what I'm saying? I don't give too many niggas props, but first of all, that nigga motherfucking 360 game crazy, so I know if he can't get no haircut, that nigga is kind of, hey, that nigga got to be on suicide watch. If y'all in the Flint area, make sure y'all go check on my nigga. Go check on my nigga Shay Butter because that nigga... Ways is off the, out of control. That nigga Shay said you put the cone. I I heard him, but I just can't put the cone down, man. I got the headiest thing on me, man. It's, it's making me feel good. Hey, y'all fucking my nigga Freddie Chico show. What y'all doing for y'all? What y'all twelve hundred though out there? I got my little twelve hundred, my little hun bun. So it's sitting in the bank. 
I'm trying to figure out what I what y'all want. I, I if I create some merch, what y'all gonna buy? If I put some merch together, what what niggas gonna buy? I could, don't say the mask. Cause I heard somebody talking about masks the other day, like nigga, that mask ain't even sweet. What the fuck do you care what the mask look like? Instagram violation. You missed a hot one. Oh, my bad, bro. Um, yeah, I got to put some merch out here in the streets, man. I might start doing combs because everybody need everybody got beards now. I'm thinking about I'm thinking about getting a comb, nigga. Or some hats. You right, Shay. Some hats, nigga. Or a do-rag that doubles as a mask. So a nigga can tie his do-rag up and then that bitch got a flap and a bag with her eyes on it. And then you tie that bitch up in the back. And now you got a whole do-rag slash COVID mask on. So I'm about to get these motherfuckers popping out here. I don't like dad hats because they don't fit my head right. Because my head long in the back. So I can't really do the dad hats. You niggas got regular made heads. My head kind of long in the back, nigga. Like Roger from uh, American Dad. Who was this done tapped in? All right, I'm about to tap in with Freddie one time and I'm going to get out the way. Freddie always come through and fuck with me. I got to show my show my baby some love. This my guy right here, fast friend of the show. This like this nigga third, fourth time being on here. He done tapped in with me. He's trying to get he He's scrambling out to get in front of his green screen. He couldn't do it. I got to him too fast. He couldn't get to his green screen. What's up, Nick? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> my nigga was like, hold on, let me hurry up and get downstairs to my green screen. What's up, man? Hey, man, you missed a hot one yesterday. My bad, the topic man. Was, I've been sick, man. I've been sick, so I ain't been doing too much of nothing. But what was the topic? What? Oh, you ain't got that Rona, do you? No, I'm good. I'm good. I just, I, I just, I just, I just, no, no, no. I'm just stressed out. <laughs> nah, if a dude finds out he's not the father, what should he do? If the dude, that was the topic yesterday. If the dude finds out he's not the father, what should he do? Wow. You know How far in the game is it, though, that he found out? Man, I'm telling you, there was it, it, it had people on both sides. You know, the people that, and the, the thing that bugged me about it was, I, I'm not angry at anybody on either side as far as the extreme is concerned. It's just some of the phrasing that they said, like, well, if it was a long period of time, the dude need to step up. Wait, wait, wait. How are you stepping up for something that you ain't do? Put it like this, my dude. Put it like this. Nobody, no guy, whatever he choose, whatever the man chooses to do in that situation, he's not right or wrong. You know what I'm saying? Because for one, he ain't obligated to do nothing for something that ain't his. And then for two, for him to step up, that's just a that's just a grown man move. You know what I'm saying? For him to be like, hey, I built this, I built these feelings and these emotions for this child. Whether it's mine or not, I'm gonna be here. That's something else. Now, whether his relationship with the girl changes after that. That's something else. It's like, hey, what was you on at the time when all this shit happened? And how much did you motherfucking know? How about we get on the lie detector test and let's find out how, if maybe you didn't know. Maybe it was a little slip up. Maybe it was a little two in one one night. You know what I'm saying? You, you was out sleeping, you know what I'm saying? Sneaking in. Even then, you know, there ain't no fake. Because that, that was one of the girls' kind of comments. They were like, yo, you know, what if she didn't know um, he wasn't their father and she was just going, if, you, if it's questionable, your character is questionable. You know That's what I mean? There's too many people too many people in a short window that you have no idea who it is. That's a fact. I'm just saying. Now, put, a, put it like this. I wouldn't be mad if she fucked with a nigga that looked kind of like me. That way the kid looks sort of like me. If you fuck with a nigga, <laughs> don't, you fuck with a nigga, he don't look shit like me. It's like, nigga, bitch, you wouldn't fuck with a nigga. This baby got dread like... I would have a problem at that point in time because it's like, bitch, you need to try to keep it all in the same ballpark. Nah, nah, because then when you go out in public, they be like, oh, he looks just like you. 
know they lying. This baby Chinese. You know good and well this baby don't look like him. <laughs> For real. Yeah. But this was a story, I don't know if it was real or not. Long time ago, I heard dude was married 15 years, okay. had three kids. The oldest daughter was 13, 14, something like that. Needed a bone marrow transplant. So he, uh, you know, test me. It's my daughter. I'll give the transplant. Mm -hmm. They test him. He's not compatible. Wow. So he's like, wait a minute. You know, oh, how am I not compatible? You know, um, is it a fluke or something like that? They do a paternity test. He's not his child. Wow. Wait a minute. They've been married 15 years. So he tests the third, second child and the third child. None of them were his. He gets a divorce. He got to pay child support for all three. Damn. Help me understand that one. So he got to pay child support for the kid. I mean, I guess if you've been taking care of the kid for 15 years, you kind of got to pay something. But it's like, damn, bitch. Like, so wait a minute. <laughs> 15 years? Like, so wait a minute. I mean, come on. That's crazy, come bro. On. That's a fucking yeah, way to find out, especially because you're trying to save your kid's life. And then you find out in the mental, in the in the midst of all of this other shit that's going on that, wow, you get side, you know, you get blindsided with this thing like, oh, this is not your kid. Bro, that's some fucked right. up shit to even be thinking about, dog. Wow. You know, but see, maybe that's what you were saying as far as maybe he had, she had it with somebody that looked like him. Yeah. So that's why he's looking at them kids like, oh, they look like me because... But this what the real I father probably look like me. But on some for real stuff though, that's why, man, you always just gotta make sure you keep Capri Suns at the house and you take the straws that they use and keep them so you can take them and get them tested at any point in time. <laughs> yeah. You keep you keep some straws, some with some straws. Yeah. Like daddy, what you doing? Daddy, what you doing with all these straws? Like, watch that daddy shit. We'll figure that out. Give me seven to ten yeah, days. Yeah, no, don't call it yet. Not yet. Not seven yet. Seven to ten days before but, we know what's happening. Cause that but happened I don't to me. Like the people who you know, like you said, develop that bond. I'm like, hey, no, you know, I've invested a lot. You know, granted, the, the relationship may not be great with the mom at this point. No, no. But yeah, the child don't deserve that. No, but I just, no, no. they don't ever say, hey, this woman is wild for what she did. It's just like, hey, it's unfortunate. They, you know, they, they never will, though. They, they never will. Because <laughs> no matter what happened when it comes to women, it's always a sense of you on their side, no matter what they do. And all that. Like, I watched a video that was funny to me, and it was just made up. It was a prank. But the girl was basically like, we're going to lie to my parents and say that this happened with us, woo woo It was a couple. And he was telling, she was telling her mom, like, yeah, this nigga cheated on me. And then the nigga was like, well, she cheated on me. And the mom was going off on this nigga, like, you cheated on my daughter? But what about your skis and ass daughter cheated on me? You heated at me, but what about the fuck what your daughter did? Did you check her? But they don't do that because it's something about women. We always get them to cop out, and we always, it's better that, it's cool for them to be the victim. As opposed, we always the villain and they always the victim. So it's always a always. cool situation for that to be. So it's like they always gonna placate to the women, bro. That's always how it's gonna go down, dog. The Mari Povich show. I, I, I saw a meme talking some. They always say all men cheat, mm -hmm. but ninety percent of the um, men on um, Mari are not the father. But whenever the father come out, they booing him. They they look like they're ready to throw stuff at him, oh, ready they, to beat him down. They never boo the bitch. They, they, they never boo the woman at all. You know what I'm saying? What's up, my nigga, Uncle Pete? They they never boo the girl. The girl come out, and even after that, she found out she ain't. She run off crying. They chasing her with them big ass cameras because back in the '80s they had them big heavy ass cameras. They was running around chasing her with. But the nigga, he looked crazy. He got to be humble. He got to act like he can't celebrate in the end zone. He got to be like, well, you know, I'm sorry. No, there's a couple of them turned out. Like I was like, oh, that was funny. 
I mean, they were doing dances. <laughs> they was bro. doing some stuff. Hey, but, you, hey, you always stir up some shit in me, bro, when you get on here, Freddie. I want you to know hey, that, bro. Hey, hey. I, I do always, what I can do. Yeah, you Don't always stir bro. some shit up in me, and you start arguments. Nigga, I get to the crib like, hey, that nigga Freddie said some real shit the other day. <laughs> That's my show. So I'm like, hey, I heard you say you got your stimulus check. So, um, you know, I, 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 I expect to see you at my shop. You know, I got a, I got a mask for you. All you right. know what I'm saying? Little fence mask come across there. You know what I'm saying? I got you. I got my little, I got my little 12 hun done. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to figure out what I'm going to blow it on. I'm going to invest my shit for real into some merch. No, uh, but that's true. We got to build something. You got to do something while we sit here because we don't know how long. We don't know how much longer it's going to be like this. So, um, <laughs> hey, but let me, when the next show going to be, I'm going to have people come through yours and I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it a point to come fuck tomorrow, with you. Tomorrow, actually, tomorrow, the topic is going to be on COVID 19. Tomorrow is the COVID. It's gonna be on Fact or Fiction and it's on, COVID nineteen. And it's on Facebook. It's on Facebook. Facebook and YouTube. All right, bro. I'm gonna come fuck with you and I'm gonna chop it up with you offline because I need to get some game about what's going on on this, doing this. Cause I, yes, I, I'm new to this. You see me, nigga. I'm brushing my shit all on here. This is unprofessional. Hey, but, man, I got my phone dog. Oh, I feel hey, like we just kicking it. I feel like we just kicking you know it. Mean? So when I'm just chopping it up like this, I'm living my life. You know what I'm saying? My girl hurt. Yes, you know sir. what I'm saying? And I, I peak game on that um that um that heckling situation, boy. You know, mm-hmm. you got skills. I, I don't I don't sugarcoat stuff. And that girl was trying to get at you. And you lit up behind up. What girl? I see one video you had where a girl was and her friends like, can you just shut up? I, I'm not really just mean, but you was lighting her behind up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes you should be out of control. So it's like, you know, I mean, just hecklers be out of control in general. So it's just like, yeah, um, you know, doing comedy where I come from, everybody a potential heckler. So it just becomes second nature to be able to deal with them. So like, it don't even throw me off no more. I kind of look for it. And that's the problem. I'm, I got PTSD. I'm looking for like, so who gonna fuck up tonight? And if they don't, yeah, I'm still good. But I'm always aware. My, my spider sense is always open for the fuck shit. Right, yeah, right. Because so, she wouldn't stop. She wouldn't you stop. tried to move on. She kept saying something. I was like, okay. And she I was, got a, you. and she was a comedian, and that's what made me really just keep continuing. Like, she was a motherfucker. Oh, like, oh, yeah. I'm about to be funnier than you off the stage, even though I wasn't shit on stage. So I was like, all right, I can show you what type of time it is, because this is what I do. Gotcha. This is what I do for meat and bread. So it's like you just right. up here doing it because. Kevin Hart made the shit cool not too long ago. Or you think Tiffany Haddish is you want to be the next Tiffany Haddish? Well, I'm gonna show you what time it is. So, fuck right, all that, man. Right, right. Let me get out of here, man, because it's about to be eight o'clock, and we gotta get some some type of survival stuff and food to eat before it's eight. <laughs> so, hey, hey, Fred, I appreciate you. It's always good chopping it up with you, bro. Same. Stay safe, Same. boy. I'm on you. Yep. yep. All right, y'all, man. Uh, I'm finna get out of here, man. Who sends a little crust through? Oh, I thought somebody trying to get down with their dog. But uh, yeah, man, I'm finna get up out of here. Uh, like I said, I'm gonna keep uh putting up content. I was a little sick. I'm good to go now. This damn near about at an hour. Shout out to the people with the cash app. It's still down there. If you wanna throw the cash app down there and uh uh buy a nigga some chicken tenders, I'm fucking with you. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know I do it on the flip side of it all. But uh, make sure y'all do what's right with that little twelve hundred done, man. Invest it into something because it's only twelve hundred dollars. It really ain't shit. But you can flip it into something else. If you do what you're supposed to do with it. So take that 12 and put it into some stock. Uh, nigga, uh, fucking Amazon just went up to a billion. Nigga, it's $2,200 for a share. So imagine if you got in earlier on that nigga right now, you'll be sitting high up on the hog. You dig what I'm saying? So figure out what you're going to do with that money. Do something smart. Don't blow it on no fuck shit. You can't buy it on, you can't, you can't spend it on pussy because pussy can't come your way. So just invest it into something, bro. Start something. Do something, nigga. Take that money and do what's right with it, nigga. So, uh, 
God bless. Good night, man. Appreciate all the people checking in on me. I'm fine, nigga. I just had a sore throat. Everything is all good. And um, I'm going to be back at y'all. I'll probably do another one tomorrow just because I'm feeling my voice is getting back and back and better and better. And I just want to get back on giving y'all content. So y'all have a good time, man. Have a blessed night, man. Uh, this is Josh Adam Podcast. Podcast. Y'all be cool.